everyone, welcome to Brew Jackets, a fun Blue Jackets themed podcast. My name is Kevin. Joining me tonight, we have my guy, Hefty Duck. We got my guy, Owen. My guy, Hartsey. We got my guy, William. We got my guy, Wyan. And of course, a little special guest tonight, we have from Yamo Media, Ian Phillips. Welcome to the show, everyone. Yeah. Let's welcome go. In, man. How's it going all? Hope you all doing all right tonight, man. I am so freaking excited. I can't even think straight to do this podcast right now. Hey, uh, right. Tomorrow booze. is the day. What? All right. Who, anyone doing some booze? Anyone? Because it's brew jackets, you know. Me and, me and, me and um, well, uh, there are some people who are quite young here. Well, not, eat, not Ian. Not real quick. You know. York Swag and Hartsey, what are you guys yeah. sipping on tonight? Give us a brew review. Angry Orchard Imperial. That's, nice. what, we're, that's what I'm drinking on tonight. Hartsey's also drinking on some Seagrams. Because I'm a lightweight. Yeah. Nice. Seagrams like the ginger ale? or Jamaican me crazy. Jamaican me, yeah. I thought it was happening. Oh, those. Yes. Hey, we got some body yeah. armor brew. Let's body armor. I got water. Uh, I'm not That's drinking not tonight because I gotta get up <laughs> early tomorrow. Well, I will be doing an R. I will be doing a stinger bomb at our bar tomorrow. So that's <laughs> gonna be great. Oh yeah, dude. That means it is time for the season to start. Speaking of tomorrow, real quick, I gotta plug this first thing and foremost. I need everyone who can be to be there tomorrow, specifically for the march. We are going to be marching from Arbor at 6 p.m. We're going to do, uh, doing a march for uh, to, to Nationwide Arena, and it's going to be a hell of a time. Uh, you know, join us for celebrating uh, hockey being back and the Brew Jackets. Uh, sorry, Brew, not Blue Jackets. Uh, hockey being back as well. Uh, you know, Union Blue soldiers over here with Kev is is helped put this on, uh, and also find me. I'm going to say this again at the end of the show so everyone remembers. Uh, find me. I have some hockey cards to pass out. I'm going to be at the Cannon during intermissions, probably. Uh, I'll have to like, really go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah. And during and before, uh, during and after the march, if you see me, I'm just going to pass them out to everybody. I yeah. got so many freaking cards. I don't want to take yes. them out of the arena. I don't know if they'll let me. So, anyways, so, that's all. Here, um, I'll just, we'll just, I'm just do a quick video because you mentioned it. Tomorrow, Thursday, October 12, 2023, at six o'clock p.m., starting at the corner of Front and Vine Street. Union Blue Soldiers is doing another march, and the Blue Jackets are coming to the march as well. We're teaming up to make it even better. A little sample of what we've done, you know, over the years. Oh yeah, man, that's a lot of people. I hope we have that it kind is. of turnout again this year. Like, I really think that we should. I mean, uh, yeah. if anyone yeah. from last year shows up again, man, it's just it's gonna freaking rock. I, what I can tell you, this Heffy Duck, from talking to the Blue Jackets about the march, I can say this confidently that this is gonna be a good march, and the Blue Jackets have put a lot of time and effort and money into making this march the next big one into even cooler. And, you know, it's a good a good combination, a team effort of Union Blue Soldiers doing the march and the Blue Jackets coming together to help make the march even better. And it's, it's going to be so fucking great. And I'm looking forward to it. So I hope everyone, I hope everyone is able to come this upcoming Thursday, October 12, 2023, 6 o'clock p.m. at the corner of Front and Vine Street as we're marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on the Blue Jackets. So isn't there supposed to be like a drum line and stuff like this tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, and there's gonna be like a possible like some sort of marching band or something. 
uh, the drum line. Cool. All right. Well, that sounds that's freaking sweet, you dude. Got, that's it's so gonna cool. be I mean, it's gonna be a stinger, the drum line, and a bunch of other stuff. But that's all I can say at this time. The other stuff is like fun surprises that I can't say. Hell yeah! Right. No, I, I'm absolutely stoked for it tomorrow. Uh, it's gonna be cool. I Meet mean, us uh, right at the very beginning uh, of uh, you know before the game at 6 p.m. That's going to be dope. So uh, also speaking of tomorrow, I just want to go over a couple of things real quick. Then we can kind of, uh, I'm going to get talking to Ian here a bit about uh, who he is, what he does. And then I want to, uh, we have quite a bit more stuff to get through after that. But first and foremost, oh yeah, real quick, Chabawala Hub 24, uh, our favorite commenter here, says, let's go. Many exclamation points. And they were going to come tomorrow, but uh, can't get a babysitter. Oh man, that's a bummer. That's all right, man. We'll be uh, we'll be posting a bunch of videos on on Twitter and a bunch of photos and everything too, so uh, you know keep uh, keep an eye out for that. You can live vicariously through us. We'll be there. Um, right. But so uh, the roster. This is what we've been talking about for like the last few weeks here. Uh, it's real right now. There uh, we have everybody is cut and dry tomorrow. We know um, who is on the roster. We maybe. Don't know exactly who's playing yet, maybe, but we have maybe some clues here. We'll talk about this here in a bit. So, um, Nick Blankenberg's on the Cleveland Monsters. Yeah. So, uh, let's go around the line here, Kevin. I'm going to end with you. Let's actually, uh, Ian. Do you mind? Uh, do you have any feel? Do you mind? Uh, you know, letting us know if you have any feelings uh, about the players that were last cut. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, most years, you know, I've, I've been involved with the blue jackets for a couple years now, just watching them. And this year I actually got to like go to the practices and not just see some of the preseason games to see the stats. And Nick Blankenberg's one of those players that just deserved the spot. But at the end of the day, you know, you got contracts, you got good Branson and, you know, stuff just didn't work out for him, which it sucks. But, you know, I've been saying like all summer, they've been trying to find a trade for defensemen. They're trying to get him and Juracek. I mean, Juracek, it's a different situation because they want him to play big minutes. But Nick Blankenberg can pretty much slide anywhere in the lineup, and, you know, he's going to lay the big hit. You know, he's going to eat the shots, and, you know, like he's one of those players that you can trust at any point in the game. You know, he can play bottom-line minutes or top-line minutes, and, you know, I feel like he should have been on this team, but it just didn't work out. I'd have to agree with you on quite a few points there. Um, Do you, I want to ask Ian this, you know, from your time covering the Blue Jackets and, you know, going to the practices that most people don't get to go to and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. is there stuff that maybe you see that other people don't see that maybe you, a little insight, a little something you can tell us about? Well, yeah, I mean, it varies from day to day, but you, you have, you know, the first look at some things that, you know, typically the general public don't see until a day or two later, a few hours or whatever it may be. But, you know, you go and see Kent Johnson. I mean, yesterday it was Kent Johnson practicing with the extras. And, you know, you hear as you make friends in the, in the organization, you hear a lot of different things. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of stuff that goes on. But it's it's definitely it's a different look than I was used to getting mm-hmm. for the 10 years that I've watched hockey. <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, let's, let's move around the horn here real quick. Get some, uh, Berkswig and Hartsey, uh, Berkswig. What do you think of losing some boys down to the monsters? I mean, it, we're in a good position. Like at the end of the day, we have too many bodies. So we're going to field the best team that we possibly can. And that means that we're going to have to put some guys in Cleveland that would probably be NHL ready. Like, Blankenberg's got so much heart that it actually kind of hurts to see him go back down. But who knows what happens with a possible trade. He may be back with an injury. You know, he could be the first guy that gets called right back up. Very possibly. Yeah, and I'd be really excited to see that. Um, uh, William, you got any thoughts yet? There's a couple other guys who got sent down recently, too. Uh, If you want to mention anyone or whatever um, i basically i agree with what everybody else saying you know it kind of stinks seeing like blinkenberg go down to cleveland but i think it's best for him and 
I think the management knows best. And yeah. that's basically it. No, that's a good point too. bring up the management. I mean, like, uh, like even Ian, you know, he, he got to go to uh, practice and stuff, but like I, I wasn't able to go to, so he has that bit of an insight. Well, the, the coaches and management, I mean, they literally live, eat and breathe hockey next to these guys. So, you know, everything's probably for a reason. It's not like it's just some random, like, haha, you're going down. So Kev no. cap it off for us. And then we're going to go on, uh, to interview uh, Ian here. All right. So before I before I share my thoughts, I know wine's not going to be on here for the whole show. Oh, so yeah. I just so I just like we've always done the last couple of shows here. Uh, Ryan, you got to tell us about Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. <laughs> yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> Ohio State legend Mason Lorai was sent down to the Providence Bruins, um, <clears throat> which I don't agree with. Because I feel that he outplayed, I feel that he outplayed defensemen like Matt Grizzlick and Derek Forbert in preseason. So, I mean, maybe it's just because he can go down without being put on waivers. Maybe that's the reason. But that could be. When it, yeah, like when it comes to playing to act how they actually played them, I feel like he definitely should have a spot in the NHL. I mean, which is unfortunate, but. It's so, just how it goes. So, <laughs> why, so wine from your perspective, because you're the Bruins fan on the show here, so we don't really pay attention to the Bruins that much. So, <laughs> from your perspective, what when would when would be the when would be the time that Mason Ohio State legend Mason Lori could take a jump up there and take a spot? Well, I would assume. Number one would be if any injuries were to occur on the blue line, he would probably be the first one that gets called up. Um, or if I think the Bruins also may be working on a trade for one of the defensemen I mentioned earlier. Um, Mike Grizzlick or Derek Forbert could be on their way out if they don't perform early here in the regular season. So if either of those things happen, I feel he's probably going to get the first call. But, I mean, also getting first pair of minutes on Providence will be probably good for him also yeah. instead of just third yeah. line. It'd be better for his development than bottom minutes, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, that, I mean, well, that's probably in the same position as Blankenberg, it seems. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, we got to cheer for our hometown boy. That's uh, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So. Best of luck to you, Ohio State legend Mason Lori. We hope that you do well down in the minors, and when you, it's your time, that you're just going to be so good that the Bruins will have no chance, no choice other but to pull you up so you can do good because, you know, Ohio State legend Mason Lori. Now, anyways, now I'm going to move on to you asked me about Nick Blankenberg, and I hefty duck, so I'll just share my thoughts on that, which is, you know, the, the point to me that really well, I started thinking, ooh, he might have, you know, hurt himself from getting a spot was when he got hurt in the preseason because, honestly, he looked fine when he was playing in the preseason games. But Nick Blankenberg is like he had – like we've talked about on the show many times. What you like about Nick Blankenberg is that he's kind of a tough son of a bitch and he, he never quits and he you know, balls to the wall 100% never give up attitude, but it's also because of that, you know, tough son of a bitch mentality, balls to the wall, never quit hundred percent mentality attitude that he gets hurt and he got hurt again. And in my opinion, that's probably a reason why he's not with the blue jackets right now, because he's at a spot because we're so, we have many options on defense right now that if you're a Nick Blankenberg, you got to have a damn good, training camp and preseason to make sure you have a spot on the team. And if you don't, then and you're just healthy and stay healthy. You're going to be in Cleveland, but like, Hey, like, you know, Mace, Ohio state legend, Mason Lori, it's probably going to be better for his development where if he's down in Cleveland playing higher up in the lineup and getting more minutes. And then when he's ready, the blue jackets can call him up and he'll, he'll be ready. So he'll be, Interesting to see how this goes with him because oh, yeah. he can't be a good player. Yeah, definitely quality. Uh, definitely a lot of heart. You know, I mean, 
Unfortunately, heart and skill are not weighed the same on the scale, which is just how it is. And not even that, he's not like not skilled. We just have so many bodies, like what uh, Bjorkswey was saying earlier too, which yeah. is a good thing. Dude, yeah. I, you know, injuries last year were absolutely ridiculous. I don't even want to get into it right now because we have yeah. quite a bit more to get through. So, um, all right. Uh, we alluded to it a little bit earlier, but uh, we want to talk to uh, Mr. Ian here. Ian Phillips uh, is joining us tonight. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell us, you know, obviously we have your name, but uh, what it is that you do. All righty. Well, uh, first of all, I'm, I live in Gahanna. I play hockey for Gahanna Lincoln. So uh, it's it's kind of like a side gig I have, but I I took on journalism last year, kind of started with like, low-level club college hockey, and uh, I pretty much worked my way up until the end of the season when I was covering the Blue Jackets, and I just kind of took it and ran with it. This summer, I worked with, uh, I worked on the Blue Jackets beat, did Cap City, um, the Summer League, oh yeah, and met a couple cool people, and this year, I'm, I'm covering the Blue Jackets full-time pretty much, so yeah, I, nice. I write articles, I do features and game coverage. Cool. I mean, you can mention like who you work for or whatever, and uh, you know any other yeah uh, where they can find you. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, uh, I started off. I started off with uh, Ohio Hockey Digest on internship, and uh, I still contribute for them, but now it's pretty much Yamo Media, Y A M O, and uh, yeah, we we have our own website. And uh, I'm doing coverage, and I'm also pretty active on Twitter. That's where I do, like, the live coverage for the people that can't tune into the games. So that's uh, at IanPhillips9 is where I am there. So uh, yeah, toss me a follow, some views. I'd appreciate it. Hell, yeah. Go check them out. That was at IanPhillips9 uh, on Twitter. I want to throw this out there because you said this before the show, Ian, which is that you, because of what you're doing with your current, you know, your current, you know, writing gig, which I think is pretty cool, is that you've heard from the summer up until now that you've heard that the Blue Jackets may be trading Adam Moquist. That may or may not happen. It may not, may or may not be a thing, but I think it's interesting to see that you've heard that and even last week on the show i said oh that might be a guy that might be traded i might disagree with it but i understand why so from your perspective what can you tell about uh, what you've heard about the whole adam boquist potentially being traded thing well uh first and foremost i know it's like you know i don't have a ton of credibility or whatever but i do have very credible sources and um, these are people that I've known for years and I know to be trustworthy and I wouldn't share anything that I wouldn't believe would be accurate. But I, I basically heard at the beginning of June, you know, we saw when we started picking up defensemen, we picked up two defensemen in three days that were guaranteed an NHL spot. And suddenly our, our defenseman room was getting very crowded. So um, I was told by somebody that they were always like looking for moves and that Boquist would likely be the odd man out that would get moved. And, you can't really have a guy like Boquist that's, you know, kind of in the, I wouldn't say the prime of his career, but, you know, he's at a very good point where he's producing, you know, he's producing well when he's healthy. And you can't really have that guy as a healthy scratch. So um, they're looking to free up some room and possibly get, you know, Blankenberg back up or Juracek some minutes. And, you know, if it was like, we have like nine defensemen that could really play good NHL hockey, including Matejuk. So, you know, okay. it's tough decisions, but you got to make them. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And that's, uh, it is one thing we talked about last week. Uh, you know, I, I've been hearing the rumors myself too, uh, that, that they've been shopped around and what I'm mostly surprised about. And like, the thing is we might, even with the rumors, we might see them for a lot longer than we might think. Um, because if there was a good enough trade out there, they'd probably already be gone. You know, Yarmo really doesn't like to lose on trades. Um, right. You know, obviously we had to get rid of Bjorkstrand last year at, you know, <laughs> whatever, no cost. Sorry, man. 
Sorry to Love mention you, that. Owen. Owen. Love you, I'm Owen. Literally shedding real man tears right now. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, but, uh, you know, another rumor I've been hearing about too is uh, either the Kim or Peak, you know, shopping uh, a defender out. Um, and, uh, you know, something that we can look forward to a bit. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd be curious because, like, I mean, I would assume for future picks, that's what my assumption is. Uh, because we already have bodies. I mean, where are we going to put another body? Cl- Cleveland only has so many spots, too. <laughs> yeah. Neil uh, Lemstrom and Andrew Peak for Vince Dunn and Oliver Bjorkstrand. That's <laughs> Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Yeah. Um, that is a horrible trade. Yeah. Excellent. Well, cool. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, you know, it's nice getting to know you here a little bit. That's cool that you've been uh, doing some journalism and writing here for some hockey stuff. Uh, as you can obviously might know, we enjoy talking a lot about hockey here. Um, so yeah, um, you said you play some hockey as well. That's pretty dope. Um, there's another couple things that you know I just want to get your opinion on here real quick. So uh, uh, yeah, you just mentioned the trade rumors. That was awesome. Uh, I had that written down so uh we have some people who are injured right now so yegor chinikov uh he's uh, out with the injured reserve uh at the back right uh jordan dubang out currently still on the cbj roster mm-hmm. matthew olivier out currently um i just feel like that's Whatever, and then Daniel Tarasov. Of course, we knew about yeah. Tarasov. Tarasov's been out for a while now. But um, do you think that this is like in way of some way of like being able to keep everyone up? Well, I do have some insight into all that. I actually have it in some notes here. Hold on. Oh, so nice. uh, it's my understanding that Dumay is headed back to the QMJ once he is healthy, but they want to keep him in Columbus to get. Uh, better medical care, better okay. treatment, and make sure he's good to go for the rest of the year. And that is according – that's what Portsline said. And um, I actually asked Pascal Vincent two days ago about um, Daniel Tarasov, and there is no timetable currently for his return. Um, Olivier was I, – I don't have an official, like, word on him, but mm-hmm. my personal that's guess is that he was put on <laughs> – LTIR for cap space reasons. And also because they're looking around for a defenseman, they they might be in a position where they have to fit somebody under the cap. And Olivia is kind of like a non-risk piece that they can throw into the LTIR and they won't miss him too much on the ice. But I mean, when we get him back, it'll be nice to have somebody that protects the guys. But yeah, I, I think sure. putting him on the LTIR was like a Tampa Bay kind of move just yeah. to make everything fit. No, I agree with that. That's well, that was exactly what I was thinking, but specifically with with, uh, with Olivier as well too. I didn't know that about Jordan Dumai. That's very interesting. Um, I hope he is able to heal up fully and well. And uh, you know, if he's, if he's back to the QMJHL, that's awesome. He can do great with the. Is he still playing with the Halifax Mooseheads? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. and uh, I think I think it'll be good for him to get another year. I mean, Matej Chuck. I was kind of you know hoping that he would get either a waiver to the AHL or a shot with a big club, but. You win some, you lose some, I guess. Yeah, that's the way she goes. Too many bodies. I think I'm going to get yeah, going. Yeah, right? Guys. Just so bad. Yeah, All right, wins. Wyatt, thanks for being here. So, yeah, I'll be Thank here next you. week for the full thing. So, cool. absolutely. Appreciate it, man. Have fun. Love you. Thank you for talking about Ohio State legend Mason Lorai. <laughs> Always happy to talk about him. Anyways, I'll see you guys. All right. Let's see, man. So, uh, one more thing, and then we got to do the advertisement. Um, so, I want to get your opinion on this as well. I mean, you know, it, just opinion doesn't have to be serious at all. Uh, Dan Forrest signing a $1.1 million contract for this season. A one year, $1.1 million contract for a single season. Yeah, I, th- I think that's an uh, all right value. He had a pretty good camp. You know, he scored a few goals. And uh, last year, um, he was he's pretty criticized by quite a few CBJ fans. But, I mean, he hasn't really gotten a chance to showcase his full potential yet. So, 
I'm kind of excited to see what he does. You know, 1.1 is not really no risk, but it also is a lot better than some of the contracts you see for third and fourth liners on some other teams. So, yeah, in my opinion, I think it's a good deal by the Jackets. So, right on. Yeah, no, I thought uh, very decent. Um, I'm I'm also kind of looking at this too as like so. This contract is just is it's good enough to like keep him signed, you know, and mm-hmm. keep him around low enough that it's not super risky, but also possibly low enough to be able to shop him around a little bit. I think that might be, you yeah. know, maybe possibly enticing. Yeah. And yeah, not I that mean, I want to see Danforth go. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> it could be a piece, especially towards deadline. You know, if he has a good season, you know, it, of course, nobody wants to see Danforth go, but, you know, it's also a business. So he'd be a good piece to shop around if maybe the season he isn't going too well or – Sorry, uh, what was that, Bjorkswick? Oh, he has playoff grid. That's why I think he could be oh. shopped around. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's a scrappy little dude. I I I saw this on Twitter today. In regards, to some some people in the Blue Jackets fan community, in regards to Danforth, have been saying this that they think that the Blue Jackets did what they did to Danforth is that in case he has a good season that if the blue jackets try to sign them, his contract might become, you know, more expensive. And by doing this now, you avoid that situation. Even if he has a good season, you're still paying him the cheaper contract and you don't have to worry about, Oh boy, I might have to pay him more expensive or can I afford him? Or maybe he goes somewhere else. Yeah, no. And, and Kevin, you've mentioned that before in the show too, about how, you know, he hasn't necessarily got his chance to shine yet. Um, you know, he's just uh, between, you know, injury and, and just circumstances. He just has not been able to get, oh, yeah. you know, out there on a breakout type season. No, no, because his story, Justin Danforth's story is he's played hockey just about in any league you could probably think of. He's played in college. He's played in the ECHL. He's played in the AHL. He's played over in Russia when he was over in Russia, he played there. Then he came over, played in the for, for the Monsters for a little bit, and he played good enough to earn him a spot with the Blue Jackets, and he played good enough for the rest of the season where he earned a contract extension. And this past season, he was playing pretty good, but then he got hurt, and then that was the end of that. But And then he just continued his play, that his good play, showing that he can do it, and he got another contract. But you're right, after Duck, he just hasn't really had the chance to – have a full season of showing what he's got with the Blue Jackets. And maybe this season is the season where he can do that and show the Blue Jackets what he's got. Oh, yeah. No, that's uh, well said. And, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does this year. I really am. Uh, right now, we're going to have to switch uh, gears just a, a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and do our ad read. So I'll see you guys on the other side of this neat little, uh, I don't know, promo video. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweet, of an even, even sweeter offer every game day this October. So, real quick, uh, we got to talk a little bit of odds here. Um, and we got to talk football for just a second. So, uh, <laughs> this weekend, the, uh, the Browns are playing the 49ers. I'm in Northeast Ohio and I talked a little bit about the Browns and we'll talk about the, the Bengals here in just a bit too. Uh, I'm not necessarily feeling, uh, that they have, uh, <laughs> chance in hell on this one yeah. with or without Deshaun. I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, you've heard the rumors about his like rotator cuff. He, he tore it like picking up like a, a penny off the ground or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I want, I want, you know, I'm a, I may like the Bengals, but I'm an Ohio guy, so I'm I, you know I cheer for Ohio teams. I want them to do well, and I'm hoping the Browns pull it off. But ooh, playing the 49ers, yeah. they're playing really good, we'll and see. I'm not so sure about that one. Hopefully, yeah. the, Browns the, don't, hopefully the Browns don't get smoked. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, and anything we say, by the way, just anything we yeah. say is not, uh, you know, any sort of advice on, on how to or who to bet no. on. Uh, here's the odds for the weekend, though, for the Browns. Uh, 49ers are minus uh, 325 to win. Uh, and then that's a money line. And then Browns are plus 260. So, uh, you know, that's going to be, uh, you know, if you go by just the odds, that's on you. Uh, so another one I want, I want to talk about real quick is the Bengals and the Seahawks. Now, I think this is going to be a good game. I think this is going to be awesome. Uh, Burrow is back, baby. He's healthy. He's looking good again. I mean, he's, he always was good. He's just, I mean, whether it was mental, whether it was actually injury, it's fixed. Whatever it is seems fixed. I hope it keeps up. Um, the Seahawks are a plus 136 uh, to lose. And the Bengals are uh, minus 162 to win. That's the money line there as well, too. So um, the, the total spread is is pretty low on this one. It's a plus three, minus three. Uh, Bengals with the minus three. So yeah. um, we'll see how that goes, man. I'm looking oh forward to God. it. That was, I don't know, man. That was that this past Sunday was such a goddamn fucking great game for the Bengals. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and the Bengals just fucking cooked the Arizona Cardinals and kick the shit on them. And oh God, it was just great. Who they bitch go Bengals. Got him. Uh, real quick for whatever reason, William wants me to run the lions money line. So cool. Um, I still have half of every read. No, it's cool. Uh, let me get through it. So lions, lions are playing the bucks right now. All right. Or, uh, this weekend. Uh, and it's going to be a 166 favorite for the lions and a one plus one forty. uh, for the, the Buccaneers. So that's interesting because the Lions have been playing pretty well this year. Once again, anything we say is not should not be useful to make any sort of bet at all. It's not influenced. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we do this thing at work, like this little game that we were playing, like, you know, who picks the winners and shit like that. I'm doing awful, so hopefully I'll be able to do a little bit better this week. Uh, and, yeah, if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook and check out those odds, use code THPN. Um so get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. We have a Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age is varied by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Um, that was a mouthful. So, yeah, cool. All right, we got football out of the way. I uh, I am looking forward to it. It's fall. I mean, how can you not love fall? But tomorrow is freaking hockey, okay? So Woo! I don't even care. Um, I I, just, I can't – I'm not going to be watching football this weekend. I don't know. I'm so excited. Like like I said, I can barely, like, think about um, – like, tomorrow's going to be such a cool day. Yesterday was such a cool day. Um, I'm just stupid excited for this upcoming season. Uh, so let's uh, do a couple more uh, topics here real quick. Um, so we mentioned, you know, the injuries, and one of those was um, one of my favorites – prospects from last year one of my favorite players to watch um when he was healthy is Jaeger chinikov yeah. so he didn't get sent down and even whatever the case too he's also yeah he's injured you know but he didn't get sent down um so i mean originally i was thinking i was worried that like this guy isn't gonna make the team you know something is weird with it like i didn't want to see him back down on the monsters again but like we have so many oh, he'll, he'll get a shot He'll get a shot for sure when he's healthy. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. I mean, cause like, like I, I feel like with the same with Danforth, we haven't like seen him really be able to spread his wings fully yet. Yeah, there's always yeah. Like a little injury or something. Um, yeah, when he's when he's healthy, he's a pretty good producer. Um, I don't have his stats put up right now, but I know he did really well in camp last year. He was probably one of our best players, so yeah, we were all yeah. really excited to see him going into the season. And then he got. He got hurt. Got a few more games than Dan Forth. Nobody was really doing well, but it was tough to see him go down for sure. 
I mean, Gina Cobb's preseason last season was seven goals and one assist for eight points in eight games. That right there is basically why he got in. And then we've said this on the show many times. He's playing pretty good on that second line there and probably would have continued that if he got didn't get hurt, but he got hurt, and that's why he's out, out of it. But if he can just keep it going, he's shown he can be a good player, and he's got a damn good shot. It's just fun to watch how he can score goals like like it's nothing. Like crazy. Yeah. No, that's that's pretty. Cool. I just wanted to mention it just because I mean it's something that I've just been kind of like put in the back of my mind to, to keep a watch on, and I haven't been able to see him, you know, come out of the shell too much. Um, you know, really looking forward to seeing him this year. Uh, I hope he gets healthy and stays healthy. Suppose, um, so, uh, maybe Ian, you maybe Ian, you can attest to this, but supposedly what I've been seeing on Twitter and people have been talking about that supposedly Yegor Chinikov's English has gotten better. Uh, Diego was one of those people that I haven't really gotten the chance to talk too much just because, you know, I started last year and, uh, like mid March and he was already hurt in that time. And, okay. um, Rest. yeah, early this year, I, I've, I've definitely seen him, you know, around the rink a lot, but I just haven't really gotten the chance to talk to him. Yeah. I've seen, uh, some of like the, yeah, Chinikov, Marchenko, like little, uh, like when they stole, was it Jeff Svoboda's golf cart or something? I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. From like the, yeah, the Blue Jackets. I, I, I thought that was hilarious. I wasn't there, but I've heard about that too. What was your, Ian, who's your favorite, who's been your favorite Blue Jackets player to interview so far? Uh, I don't know. I, I've spent, I spent quite a bit of time with Carson Meyer and, uh, in between Cap City and, just talking around the rank, I, I he's a super nice guy, and honestly, there's nobody that I don't like. Everybody's so like, you know, um, very friendly, and it's not like you know I've covered other sports where the players aren't as friendly, and it's I mean the Blue Jackets are great. I love I love all of them. They, they've been great, but Marchenko is definitely a lot of fun. He's <laughs> he has a lot of fun with the media, and he loves like you know cracking jokes, and his English has gotten a ton better and. Yeah, he's he's probably my favorite to be around. Excellent. He looks like a boatload of fun to just have in the room. I mean, just always hamming it up. Um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Guys love him. That's awesome. Um, who's been your least favorite? No, I'm kidding. Don't answer that. I'm kidding. It's, it's a joke. <laughs> I, um, I don't have any. <laughs> no, honestly, <laughs> honestly, they're Smart all. Answer. I love them. Yeah, I, I, I really, I don't. Everybody's great. Um, cool. So. Um, I, I took another question for you here, and we'll go we'll go around the horn then after you, Ian. Um, you know, get everyone's kind of thoughts on this because this is pretty much it right here. It's the last day. Tomorrow yeah. is the day the new season begins. Ian, yeah. what are your concerns for this year? Um, I mean, probably the same as last year, just injuries. I mean, I think that's what got us last year. You know, I think we're a lot more skilled of a team than people realize, and you know, people see our roster and, you know, they they rank us really low. But you got a team with our top six, you know, each one of them is capable of having a 30-goal season. So you got to say, like, we're a talented team if we can stay healthy. So probably injuries. Yeah. I mean, Goudreau got, what, like 78 points on a team that got 59 last year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's and, impressive. The season before he was at like you know he was well over a hundred and I'm I'm sure he can do that again if he has the right castmates. Yeah. So my chemistry work and everything. Cool. Uh, yeah. Bjorkswag Hartsey. Uh, well, I see Bjorkswag down there right now. Uh, Owen, what what uh what if any uh, kind of concerns you got going into the season tomorrow? Um, concerns. Um, yeah. why can't Johnson isn't in the starting lineup? We don't a hundred percent know that he was. I got. If know. Ian knows, if Ian can answer this, then I won't have any worries for tomorrow. <laughs> there's there's a tad bit of insight that I can give, and it's mostly opinion based, but it does have pretty good reasoning behind it. And uh, I don't think Pascal Vincent was too impressed with Kent Johnson's camp. I felt like he could do a little bit better, and the reason he gave in the interview after practice two days ago, I believe was that he didn't love the pace of his game. 
which is, you know, something I kind of struggled with a little bit in the NHL. But I really don't see him being a healthy scratch past maybe one or two games. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. Right. I'm, worried. Yeah. I'm, just like, I'm concerned with why he's benched and Cole Sillinger's been on the first line in practice. <laughs> I don't think that'll stick either. I mean, that, that shouldn't, but. Yeah. Cole Sillinger, he's looking a lot better, but not first line material. Yeah. I don't know, man. Him and Tate broke up, so I think he's going to be going. He's going to be. Cole getting, Sillinger you know, revenge. 50 goals. Yeah, absolutely. 50 I mean, do you see his emo era? Did you see that video of her in like in like some sort of locker room? Like all the, the uniforms. Like oh, yeah, all the it jerseys. Was, it was yeah, Vegas, Chicago, and uh, Seattle. Seattle. Okay. I, I wanted yeah, to Pittsburgh. say San Jose oh, and Pittsburgh. So like that, sure, uh, yeah. that was well thought out by her. That was that was not coincidental. I don't think so. I mean. Yeah, Cole Sillinger's dragged through the mud there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it I, sucks I, for him. Yeah. His career only has to go up from here because he's yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, he, he was holding him back. Tate Tate Hell yeah. So William, uh, what kind of concerns you got going into this season, man? What are Same you with what Ian of? said, all the injuries, you know. Because I don't know the exact number, but we lost a lot of people last year. And um, another concern is I'm worried that the goaltending issue might still be here. I don't know, though. It's just I hope it's better. And we don't have to worry about that this year. Same. I really do. I think Elvis looked a little bit better in the preseason. I think, you know, the first... Uh, actually, I can't remember if it was the first or second game, the one where he gave up three goals in the first period. I think that was a little shaky, but he's looked a little bit better. And I think he's more in control of, you know, rebounds and movements of all sorts. I just waited. Yeah, no, that's a very valid concern to have, too. It was not a good year. I mean, once again, the team had like 59 points. So what are you really going to do with that as the goaltender uh, as well? It's, you know, is what it is. I'm looking forward to Elvis's revenge tour. I want him to throw it back in the face of um, all these other, uh, on all the critics. Yeah, me too. I think, um, I think when he looks up and he sees, you know, Provorov and Severson and Wrensky in front of him, I think it'll add a little bit of confidence to his game. That's, that's the hope. Because yeah. you got some really good defensive defensemen, and you know, I think he can go back and if he plays like he does in 2020, we could fight for a wild card spot this year. Yeah, dude, he did. Uh, he did really well there. Um, I mean, that's year. that's the Elvis we need back for sure. And if he can do it, then yeah. he can do it again. I mean, it's not like mm-hmm. I, he has it in him. It's very possible. Uh, Kevin, so you know, cap it, uh, cap this topic off for us. Well, what are your major concerns with for this season i think it honestly it just comes down to what's going on with the goalies if the goaltending isn't very good then it's really in the grand scheme of things it's probably really not going to matter much what the blue jackets do offensively or defensively because they to the you know blue jackets credit they have made some moves to get better defensively by getting sievers Damon Severson and Ivan Provorov and obviously getting Adam Fantilli helps and other moves offensively as well. So you're getting, you're helping that be better. And so if if the goaltending isn't very good, then it's like, well, then you're basically kind of in a position that where you're kind of stuck. But I've said this on the show before and even on other podcasts that Duck and I have been on, which is even if we get average at best, goaltending, in my opinion, will be fine because we'll have a better defense in front of them. And a lot of times in the NHL, it certainly helps if you have a really good goaltending duo, really good goal, really good play by goalies. But a lot of times all it just takes is just get average at best play from your goalie and then 
you go you can go on a nice little hot run there because sometimes that's just all you know it takes. All you need is just a little bit, just something there to stop the puck from going in. Uh, I really enjoy all all of your concerns because I will say most uh, or some of those are are my concern uh, concerns as well. I mean, especially I mean I, I hate to say it because I want to be positive. I want to believe in them, and I do believe in them. I'm going to stay positive about it, but. It does worry me. The goaltending does. Um, you know, it's uh, you know that's why I picked up uh, uh, Spencer Martin. That's his name, right? Spencer Martin. Uh, yeah. So and then you know, um, where is Adam Dell at? Is he in Cleveland? I don't know. I don't know where Aaron Dell went. Aaron Dell. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Okay. So real quick, if anybody knows where Aaron Dell got released, please tell me because I can take him off the milk cartons. Yeah, he got released from his uh, trial uh, contract. Well, I mean, if not for Spencer Martin, he probably wouldn't have been there. I'd imagine that uh, he'd at least yeah, been. been. It would have been Dell. Ouch. I think you guys like kind of panicked when it was like, oh, shit, I don't think we're going to be good enough. I still miss goals. Hutchinson. We need him back. I don't yeah. care, William. Spencer Martin better. That's right. <laughs> Hey, we'll see how it oh, goes. Um, Owen, Owen is just going to shitpost this Spencer Martin and just meme it into reality. He deserves <laughs> to be our starting goaltender. I don't care what anybody has to say. <laughs> we have, we'll and he's been good. In the Blue Jackets, we'll he's been good. All right, so um, we're getting kind of closer to the end here, so we really got to – I, I want to – Throw some things out there real quick. Uh, first and foremost, I want to send out a huge congrats and thank you very much to the one and only Jeff Rimmer for um, this will be his final year broadcasting um, for the Blue Jackets. Um, I'm, you know, we can opine on who we think is going to be the the next guy up, but I think we all have a clue. Um, and um, you know, realistically, yeah, he's been, you know, some people, you know, in the recent years have had some complaints, you know, that at times he might do a mispronunciation here or there. But, you know, it is what it is. He's, he's a legend. He's been there for 20 years. Um, and, you know, it's uh, this will be his last year broadcasting. So congrats to him. And thank you, Mr. Rimmer. Um, another uh, goodbye uh, is to uh, Barry Melrose. Uh, you know, it's uh, he had a lot to do with the hockey TV world, and uh, unfortunately, he has uh, Parkinson has been getting in the way of his ability to perform, and so he is stepping away from the uh, media side of things. So, um, yeah, man, I hope everything. Uh, I don't know. I hope it can get as good as it can get. Those non-hockey ESPN years. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I don't know. Now we're gonna have to just hear. Stephen A. talks shit about something someone told him to say. Fuck. What? All right. So, also, okay. So, so we said goodbye to some people. Now let's say hello to some people, or at least someone. Uh, I, I don't know. I might be butchering his name here, but um, Yosef uh, Bumedian, Bumedian, Bumedian. Ian, can you help me out here? Do you know? Uh, I think it's Bumedian. Okay. Yeah, I, I played against his son Sasha. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, a couple years ago. It was oh, uh, no! a couple of tryouts and skates, and he's in the USHL now. He's like one of the best players I've ever played against. He's he's That's super awesome. sweet. Yeah, he's with the Phantoms now. Oh yeah, Young but style. yeah, Hell his yeah. his his dad's been in the organization since like 2013, and he seems like a pretty solid choice for the coach. So. No yeah, I was reading here. He was um, the uh, European scout, uh, scout yeah. for a while, and then you know he um, assistant general manager for the Swedish national team. Um, yep, he's got the rest for sure. And so that's cool. I'm not. It says assistant coach. I'm not entirely sure what he's going to be exactly there for. Did we still have a position open for power play coach? Or who was that? Um, I know Reggie's helping out with oh, okay. power play, right? but I don't think anybody's um, assigned for sure to a single position. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I was. Yeah, I mean, we got the um, we got Bull in there now. 
that's pretty yeah. cool. We got McCarthy joining us uh, as well. That's going to be pretty awesome. So, um, joining us for the 23rd season of the Blue Jackets. Doesn't that make it nice and easy when, you know, they've been around since 2000? <laughs> the 23rd anniversary. So, that's sick. All right. I think we covered like a bunch of stuff here. Um, the Blue Jackets have their own app now. Oh, hell yeah. Better than the NHL app. I, in my opinion, it's better than the NHL app. Go check it out. It's cool. Way better. Yeah. It's in the same place and a lot yeah. easier. Better than that. I hate to be the one to say this, but Connor Bedard scored his first NHL goal. I, I said it in the private chat earlier. Yeah. I'm watching the game too, and I don't. I didn't even notice, honestly. <laughs> oh boy. Why and gotta be pissed. I, I'm I'm replying to Biz saying keep that energy when Fantelli gets his first goal. What? What's his, his first shot in his first shift? <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, you know what? That's the way she goes. I guess. Uh, I'm not gonna be bummed about it. Congrats to him. I hope him and Fantelli both do well this year. Uh, uh, they both is. have worked very hard to get Just where they're at and very talented. All of you guys are. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Let's yeah, have, uh, let's talk to me in five years. Um, hefty duck, you gotta talk about <laughs> you, hefty duck. You gotta talk about the tweet that went viral with over two hundred. Oh yeah, so this is this is really goofy, actually. That um, so I had my first viral tweet, so to speak. Um, here I'll share it up on screen because it's kind of like goofy to read out loud. You kind of have to see it. So, uh, but I'll read it aloud for our. Uh, audio listeners as well just gotta scroll through here it caught me off guard a little bit but um it's pretty funny i was just pointing out some of the differences between how the media has been talking about the one and only Tom Bernard, as we were just talking about and uh how they how they they talk about or lack of talking about um dude what how long ago was this wasn't this like yesterday two days ago where am i going with this um oh here we go okay cool so let me share this on the screen. This is all right. This is goofy, right? So I had two hundred thirty-five thousand views on this. Um, yeah. Connor Bedard gets empty net goal. Media. Oh my god! Holy shit! He's a real real wow. And then until he gets hit by a grown man, sixteen years a senior, but literally scores with said grown man on him later. Media. Haha! Welcome to the NHL, Bucko. Get wrecked. On the field. Emojis. There's emojis there too. You gotta, yeah, you know, it's it's much more funnier to uh, like visually go see it than it is for me to read it out loud. Like I said, but, uh, but look, uh, look at that, look at that hefty duck. Over two hundred thirty-five thousand <laughs> views. Yeah, and then and like big. Look most at all people those were pretty nice too. likes. I mean, most the people retweets were nice are over a hundred five, and then over two thousand likes. Like, damn, you you hit something there. Uh, I had a wonderful. Uh, I, I'm not going to well, talk about that one, actually. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Sean Butcher. I love Sean Butcher. He's one of my favorite people. He uh, He's a viewer we got over from the THPN live streams. Um, pretty dope. And, uh, yeah, everyone was pretty nice. I mean, of course, you're going to have those people who's like, oh, what are you crying? What are you crying about? It's like, dude, I woke up. This was like 30 minutes after I woke up on a day I had off. I was like scratching my nuts with one hand, tweeting with the other. It's just a joke. Just, just get it over, you know. It's, it's ridiculous. Like and, and people wanna, love to get butthurt over. It's crazy. <laughs> and you want and this is and the thing about that Adam Fantilli hit is that people oh Adam Fantilli he got hit and you know get wrecked and all this stuff uh, and then but they weren't talking about how he got the he scored a goal to help the Blue Jackets win that preseason game. Right. So it's like. I, Show the uh, show what happened after that. Show what happened after that, where he scores the goal to help the Blue Jackets win. Uh, you know the the preseason. It, uh, it was a pretty funny hit. I mean, his stick went flying. He went like woo, right? It was, uh, it was, it was, it was clean, yard sale. But you know, yeah. it is what it is. You know, we said I just had to call it how I see it sometimes, right? Um, he talked. He talked about it after the game too. He was. Yeah. I mean, Welcome to the angel, bucko. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, dude. I'm telling you, I that was like the weirdest post to like take off. I think, like, I don't know how. Whatever, I 
this goofy what shit. So, um, I know, right? I was like, oh dear God, here come the like the Twitter army negative Nancy people. That's about as nice as I can say that, I think. Um, <laughs> sweet. All right, guys. Well, we're getting really close here, so I want to go ahead and start to wrap this up a little bit. Um, yeah. We'll go start around here, but I'll go around the room here. Uh, you know, say your final thoughts, anything uh, that you want to plug. I'll start with you, William, and we'll work our way around. You already know the drill. Follow me on Twitter and TikTok. That one, CPJ fan. And also... <laughs> You should join the FHM. Do it. I just joined this last week. I have the Hartford Whalers, and they lost because why wouldn't they? They're basically all what Canes players. Hey, you want to <laughs> own a hockey team in a video game? I'll think about it. You don't have to be there. They'll play with that. You don't even have to be there 100 percent of the time. Just enough times to play games. Yeah, sounds good. Don't make any commitments. Don't make any commitments on recording. Don't. All right, sounds good. <laughs> uh, anything else, William? Uh, I was just gonna say, um, Twitter better keep the same energy when Fantilli pops off tomorrow. They won't. They won't. You know they won't. It's yeah. let's be honest here. The media doesn't give a shit about Columbus that much, and it's a sad yeah. thing, but it's I a do. funny thing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're Columbus media. You're in Columbus. Uh, yeah. No. Well, Media not named Columbus. <laughs> yeah, media outside of literally the entire state of Hawaii. Hell yeah. William, that was it then? Everything? Yeah, that was it. Cool. All right. Uh, we'll leave it uh, to you guys to figure out who wants to talk who. Uh, Bjork Swag and Hartsey. Let's have it. What's your final thoughts? I want to see how you sound. <laughs> Plug in your shit. All right, I'm Bjork Swag and I'm drunk. You better follow me or I'm going to fucking you know, come to your house. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'm Parody Goalie 79 on Twitter, Twitch, and any other social media app that you find me on. I own a hockey league. It's called the FHL. You should claim a team. It's pretty fun. And uh, go Flyers. And he's single. Um, ladies. <laughs> Sorry, just give me a shout out, man. Just give me a shout out. Try to see what Throw me the oop, please. <laughs> uh, excellent. All right. So we got uh, our wonderful guest for the evening was uh, Mr. Ian Phillips coming in from Yamo Media and, uh, you know, doing some hockey reporting. Uh, definitely go give him a follow. That was at Ian Phillips 9. And uh, any final thoughts, man, uh, on the season tomorrow, starting tomorrow? Anything else you want to plug? Well, rip? I'm super excited, you know. It's a long season. It's a marathon. So if, if things yeah. don't go great starting out, you know, don't worry. I think hopefully they can pull it together. And uh, this has been really fun. So thanks, everyone, for having me. Hell yeah. yeah. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah. I appreciate Hockey it. Hockey is a blessing Thank and you. a curse at the um, same time, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Uh, I mean, I can't believe it, it's been such a long freaking wait here. Um, once again, thanks for joining us, Ian, at Ian Phillips 9 all right, Kev, uh, your final thoughts and, and plugs. I mean, we got some things going on tomorrow, dude. Yeah, we do have some stuff going on tomorrow. Um, just got to give a shout out to uh, Blue Jackets prospect Gavin Brinley playing, uh, played games this past Saturday and Sunday for Michigan. And in those two <laughs> games, he had two goals. So shout out to you. So shout out to you. So shout out to you, Gavin Brindley, for a shout out to you, Gavin Brindley, for an awesome performance in those two games and keep it going. Keep cooking up there at Michigan and you do good enough, you'll eventually be with, you know, Adam Fantilli and Kent Johnson and Nick Blankenberg. So best of luck to you in uh, that regard. Um, boys. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I've said this on the show before, but. Now that Ohio State has Ted Carter, confirmed hockey guy, as the new president, <laughs> that things are just going to be so much better, and he's not going to put it up with all these plumbing excuses and other shenanigans that Ohio State is trying to do with the Blue Jackets because he's going to bring both the Blue Jackets and Ohio State together. Just my opinion. Let's do it. Do that Anyways, um, like I've, like I've – uh, 
not want to do that. What? That, that, no, you can no. do it. You go for it, dude. That was hilarious. Out of nowhere. I, <laughs> just not, that I did not want to do that. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to find. Okay, I got. I got. Here it is. So, like I do every show. This, like as always, it is Cooper, my brother's dog, Cooper, who is the greatest dog of all time. My brother's dog, Cooper. Anyway. Uh, Guys, yeah. breaking news. We have breaking news real quick before we yeah. end the show. Yeah. From the uh, couch of Bjork swag. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres have uh, given uh, Owen Power a seven-year <laughs> contract extension worth $8.35 million. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that is uh, How many years? Seven. seven years. Seven. <laughs> and they, they, like, they just signed Tage to seven years and uh, – and oh, Aline. Aline. Yeah, and Aline. Those like, two make sense. Oh, yeah, I saw the Rasmus and Aline saw. Yeah. What makes sense? Yeah, but they have like they have, they have so, four, four or five players now oh, for like six plus. Where that's, are they getting this cap space from, bro? Yeah, that's a good question. Eichel Next. Room. I'll get the Ico trade. <laughs> the room. So, uh, like it says so on the screen right there, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just do it. You should just totally do it. You know, do it like, like, Hit share, subscribe. You know the bell. Just subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just, just do it. And do it now. Uh, Zach Orensky, just do. You know, please wear this suit. Just do it for the memes, cause for the laughter, because you wore this suit during the 2016-2017 season, and the Blue Jackets won some games. So just for the memes and the laughter, just you know, uh, wear this suit. Better yet, uh, get one for again. KJ. Blanks and Fantilli as well. Just get, get them off yeah. the boys. That's right. That's the way to do it. So this it's a little outdated. It's a little. Uh, I'm going to show a video because I showed it earlier. Well, anyways. So like we said earlier in the show, this is upcoming Thursday, October 12, 2023, six o'clock p.m. Join Union Blue Soldiers and. The Columbus Blue Jackets for March of the Union Army. We're marching on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue. Here is a video. Yeah! So, one last time, join Union Blue Soldiers for March of the Union Army on Thursday, October 12, 2023, 6 o'clock p.m., starting on the corner of Front and Vine Street in Columbus. The Blue Jackets are coming to the march. They're going to make it so much better. It's going to be great. So, join us. We march on to Nationwide Arena to cheer on our beloved team in Union Blue, the Columbus Blue Jackets. CPJ! 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 Love it. Check out Union Blue Soldiers on all social media platforms. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Dope. All right, guys. Well, one, thanks, everyone, for being here. Who has been here? Thank you, Ian, again. I appreciate the uh, the insights there, as well as our viewers out there. You guys have really been pumping the numbers up here lately. We're excited for it. We got a lot more stuff coming at you uh, this whole season. It's going to be a, a a wild ride, no matter you know if it's like last or not. Um, so uh, you know, buckle up because uh, it could be wild too. Also, to our audio listeners, thank you very much as well. Um, we appreciate all the uh, the downloads we've been getting there as well. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Uh, you know, if you want to know when we're live, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at Brew Jackets Pod. You can check us out on YouTube. Uh, if you're on Facebook, cool. Um, but you're you're probably a boomer. Uh, but uh, 
I see the one Facebook like, and it's from my dad. So yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, but yeah, thanks for joining say, us tonight. Say, uh, I appreciate it. Say what? hi, Alex. Gentlemen, I oh, also God. have some very unfortunate news. Connor Bedard has Make scored his first NHL goal, and oh. so begins the thousand-year reign of glaze. It's all right. We gotta talk they, about it. <laughs> appreciate joining it. the show, Alex, even if it's only for like two uh, seconds or five seconds. <laughs> You're welcome. So <laughs> I'll be there for the march tomorrow. I'm gonna be there. I have stacks i got stacks and stacks of cards i'm giving away tomorrow find me i'm going to be giving them out uh at the march before the march during the march yeah maybe i don't know i'm gonna be yelling a lot during the march um or if i'm at the canada intermission i'm gonna have stacks don't think you're getting anything with bjork on it because i um <laughs> i'm keeping all those ones uh just despite you but thanks to you all once again. I appreciate it. And we will see you here next week with another episode of Brew Jackets. Actually, a new season. This is our very first season come to a conclusion. Our second yeah. season could be starting next week. Who is that? With the phone vibrating? Anybody? Start- all right, thank you. Cool. Anyway, um, this is will be this is our last episode of season one. This is episode 59. And thank you all for being on this uh, crazy journey with us. Uh, the new one starts next Wednesday, 7 p.m. As always, be there. Yeah. Or whatever. I don't know. Be square.